I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome back to the Keith Cheggers podcast. Um, this is episode eight. I'm Hannah Norris and oh, I'm yeah. here with my hungover husband. Carl Donnelly. <laughs> That's very good. Good work at saying <laughs> your name. About half an hour ago, I didn't know if that was going to oh be able to happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was making so many noises on the train. You know when you're hungover and you just keep going... Uh, yeah. and I, I kept saying, oh, God. And we had a conversation that was like a conversation you have with a baby or a toddler. where just mumbling noises. I am alive. Yes. I'm back in the game. With a coffee and a bit some of chocolate, chocolate. Coffee. Bosh. Water. You saved. Yeah, we're here with our guest. Um, and this is. A woman who's amazing and a comedian, and she did an amazing show in Edinburgh this year called Hench, which she's doing in London as well. I think some more dates at Soho Theatre and coming yeah. to Melbourne, which is exciting yes. for the comedy festival. And and she does her own podcast called Hoovering, and it's Jess Fosterkew. Hello, hello. Thanks for remembering everything I've ever done. That's <laughs> one of the loveliest introductions I've ever had. You've, I mean, I know you've done way more things than that. No, I haven't really. No, Those are the main things. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, do you do voiceovers? A little bit, not much. You know, I think good, it gets assumed got that I accent, do a lot yeah, more your voice. voiceovers than I do because I've got a deep voice. But um, no, I don't. <laughs> I would like to do more because that is such easy money. Oh, it's the easiest money. I'd yeah. love to do it. Yeah, but I just I've got too much of a sort of. Um, I don't. I don't say my T's properly and all that. I'm too much of a sort of South Londoner. That gives you character, though. Huh? That gives you character. Yeah, natural I can't, character. I can't even say my own name. You just did. <laughs> you did. Carl. 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 Yeah. Carl. Uh, yeah, yeah, Carl. Carl, <laughs> Carl Donnelly. So you you right. can say it. I just can't. I did say it in my a voiceover voice, like Toast of London. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can use this as an audition for you if you Thank like. Thank you. Yeah, I'll put, get this on the Different. old show reel. And <laughs> fingers crossed that those lotto ads will come running in. Um, so what we are here to talk about, though, not just yeah, our, um, our differing talents and. Um, voiceover skills is pregnancy because that is what's happening in my life at the moment <laughs> currently um 13 weeks yes. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. which um I, I think i said yesterday to the first person i said i'm pregnant which Ooh. anyone who's been listening to previous episodes have seen that i, I can't say that without right. laughing yeah. or going I'm, the, I'm having there's a baby in me yeah, or yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of sort of pregnant maybe I'm pregnant just that word yeah. I found so yeah. full on to kind of identify with as that's yeah. my current oh god position. it's so terrifying but also I think unless um unless it's not your first or you're really ill with it um it is I remember feeling um 
like an imposter. Like, a, how, well, how do I know? Are they sure? <laughs> yeah. They me, they've only checked a few times. Well, that's the thing. So, I mean, it just doesn't feel real. Yeah. For a no. long time. That doesn't seem to get chatted about that much, actually. Like, well, before ugh. Hannah's 12 weeks scan, yeah. like, there was a period of a couple of days where you were like, I don't, is it still in there? Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah, because that, that change of might sort have of, crawled out. I kind of, you know, I had kind of um, come out in a wee or yeah, a poo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just crawled out your ear in the night. But, um, <laughs> I, I was feeling, you know, I, I, was, I felt quite nauseous. Yeah. But I wasn't too, I definitely didn't have bad morning sickness. Oh, but then it was coming to the end of that and I was starting to feel more normal again, which is definitely how I'm feeling now. I'm feeling pretty normal. Yeah. So we had a scan last week. If we hadn't had that, I would, I would, be convinced it was got it gone out, yeah. out my ear in the sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then oh, so how exciting, but also terrifying for the scan. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Cool. We'd had two little ones earlier on cause, uh-huh. because we did IVF. So oh, right. We had ones just to check the heartbeat at week yeah. seven and eight, but that's all you could see on it, just a flickering. That's yeah. all there. That's all that's going on, isn't it? Yeah. Really, it's yeah. amazing. It's just though. some cells with a heart in. Yeah, it's, it's so, so terrifying. weird. Get out of me. But, and all, but yeah. the heart is going so fast. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, doesn't little... it? I forgot that. Yeah, it goes way, way harder. You're like, is it all right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's meant to do that. Yeah. It's 160 beats a minute. Shit, right now. the bed. Yeah. Stressed right. out. Yeah. Really stressed out little balls. Well, it's busy. Busy, <laughs> yeah, busy growing. little bean. Busy so yourself. busy. But then last week's one was when, oh, that's a that's a baby, isn't it? You can actually see yeah. it. And it's, it's proper like on the, it wriggles around. <laughs> I wish you could see Carl dancing. <laughs> He's got a little I'll do a boomerang of it later. Yeah. <laughs> we can share it with everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and that with um with the scan, obviously we got to have a printout, mm. um a photo which we put in a little frame. Yeah, and oh. put under the TV so you can watch TV and go, oh, there it is. It's there. It's also in me, but it there it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, looking at it, which is which is pretty fun. Yeah, and I had Very so sweet. I had my birthday party yesterday because I turned forty last week. Yeah, um, and that's why Carl is hungover. Yes. He's hanging. I was yeah. drinking and, for two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> three, probably, because oh, I wasn't drinking yeah, either. I was so. drinking for so many people. Yeah. <laughs> I really, we put on a lovely big spread, and like, it was really, like, yeah. it was really grown-up party. Started at two in the afternoon, Sunday. Yeah, we were like, just have a lovely start early, finish early. <laughs> and obviously, not how it works, yeah. Is no, it? what happens is you just end up drinking for an extra five hours <laughs> yeah. that you wouldn't have tagged on. Oh, God, it's so fun at the time, though. Because I'd, I'd also put in that time frame because I, I'd invited people when I was in the, you know, five, six, seven weeks pregnant yeah. when I was tired as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. couldn't, like, the idea of trying to be awake and with people around after nine o'clock, I was like, no, thank no. you, fuck that. But I stayed awake till two o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God, yeah. off the lash. Yeah, just there. Madness. That's incredible. Madness. That's Sitting, absurd. Yeah, I was lemonick. I think if I was You're out. You're going to be a great mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of social stamina, yeah. incredible. That's that's amazing. And the fun way you uh, sort yeah, of announced so that Hannah hung like so. It's obviously it's Christmas here at the minute, not yeah. flat. And uh, this is my plan. It was my birthday as well. There was a big like forty balloon, like people like, have on Instagram. That's oh, what I was right. Like, I but Hannah Instagram. made a um, what would you say? What is like it called? A a banner, banner, gold banner glitter kind of banner. that said we're having a baby. But hey. it went across the window. And we just thought, let's not tell people. Let's see as a someone notices it, and yeah. and it happened. Everyone just noticed it over the course of the day at different times. Oh, lovely! So they got they were like, what, what? And then they got excited. Oh, I realised because it looks a bit 
it like having a baby looks a little bit like happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I reckon some people might have just kind of seen it and not read it at all. So oh. it was, um, it was, yeah, that was my like, because of that thing again of not being able to say I'm pregnant very yeah. well and like making an announcement kind yeah. of, but not being to just going, if you notice it, you notice it. And, yeah. And that we had the little ultrasound there. Yeah. The, yeah and that was yeah, something yeah. was all like, of course, like, what's that doing there? That I love <laughs> it. Frame. Um, it's a you, very lovely you, way of doing it. Do you remember, did you do anything announcey? No, I don't think I did anything announcey. I, um, I have like really vivid memories of how I told some family and I don't yeah. think I did things very well. Go, go, go. organised. I was at my mum's <laughs> when I did the test. Yeah. So horrifically told my, I just had to tell my mum straight away. Yeah. So I told my mum before I told my partner. Um, but he was at work anyway and I was like, I got it in my head. I was like, right, what do I do then? I'm not home for another 24 hours. I don't want to ring him. I want to tell him to his face. Yeah. And that, it transpired from how upset he was, was a terrible idea. <laughs> and uh -oh. I should have run him because actually he was like, well, technically six people. Because the next day I saw my dad yeah. and I told my dad. And then <laughs> they obviously would have told their partners who would have told my sister. He was like, six people knew before me that I was wow. going to become a parent. I was like, well, I fucked that right up. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you live in, in my head. I was like, he's going to want that face to face, that information. Yeah. And yeah. I want to see his reaction in his face. No, I don't want that to even be over WhatsApp video. Come on. Yeah. But then I need to keep a blooming trap shut. But my mum would have got whiff that something yeah. exciting yeah. was happening. Um, um, and then um, my my um, the the father of my kids. Um, parents again he chose how we told them and I don't think we did that particularly nicely either um, we, he, he just put it off for ages and ages and ages that oh, how well, far? Go, I reckon I can safely say on a podcast they're not the most shit hot communicators yes. yeah. as a family and then and we would gone to meet them for dinner and I'd said to Mikey please do it tonight because it's going to start really I'm going to get pissed off unless you can just yeah, tell yeah. them that I'm, you know, it's going to be properly showing. Can you just tell them? We had a print out of the scan, you know, it was all, and, um, uh, it got to about three quarters of the way through the dinner and I was like, I'm, we're going to have a massive row if you don't go on with it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> um, and he just did it in, they were in the middle of a conversation. Um, he does have, he is like, so they're all on the spectrum. Uh, but they were in the middle of a conversation about something completely different. And um, before she knew what was happening, he, he was just shoving a picture of the scan under his mum's nose. Yeah. To the point where she was like, what's that? Sorry, I'm, do you mind? I'm actually talking to Brian. You, what is that, Mike? What is that? What is that? Like that. And he was like, what do you think, what do you think it is? <laughs> and that's how she found out she was going to become a grandparent Amazing. for the first time. Very charming. No, horrific. We've, we bollocks both of the announcement types <laughs> right up. And no, I think I... I don't think I put something on social media even. I think I I think I had an enormous version of your thing of not being like, I'm not sure I'm pregnant. To the point where I think my version of that lasted into parenthood of going, yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying this, yeah. but... Surely not, it's not I me. am not a mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even now it's like, am I? Yeah. Four years on. Yeah. <laughs> but because I don't... It, it's so enormous what that identity yeah. entails. I'm just not sure I'm... Or I, I'd rather be some. 
that's one of the things I do rather yeah. than the one thing I yeah. am. Yeah, but that's yeah. I think what like when you were saying about when you first started looking around for information when you yeah. you know, once we knew that I yeah. was pregnant, like and how a lot of it, even you know books and everything, a lot of them are so like. You could, they're written by people that just, just it is that's all their life all their, their life, whole yeah. life their whole existence is that yeah. or it's something they've been waiting for and like, yeah. yeah they can't wait for that moment and... and it is that thing of yeah I think you know most people we know maybe it's because of the worlds we work in yeah like have a quite a strong identity already of what mm. they do and like I don't think I, I think a lot of people we know become parents and just it just becomes a part of their life rather than it it's not all encompassing absolutely yeah uh oh, completely and, and and actually find the idea of just having that one element to your being so intimidating yeah and g- great for people that 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 are into it yeah but um oh, i think also you just sort of feel your way along with it as it's going yeah. along that the more pregnant i got the more I felt like reveling in it. I'm not yeah. saying I didn't enjoy it. And I was lunatic with how much I wanted a baby. I was an absolute <laughs> mentalist about it about for about four long? years. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew I knew when I was about 21 that I wanted kids. Yeah. And I, I remember even like, even my mates down in Dorset, I've got a group of women mates in Dorset and a group of women mates I made at uni. And then now another bunch from comedy. Um, and the Dorset ones are the most they've had the they've got similar age kids yeah and the others are all just beginning to think about it but yeah we're, and we're all similar age yeah. so it's funny that these different but every single one of them when i was 21 was like easy yeah, like, Calm down. <laughs> yeah. um but by the time i got to i had rudy when i was 32 and i think by the time i got to about 29 i was like oh n- n- i was i annoyed myself and it wasn't sane i remember at one point somebody told me was talking to me about a documentary about these massive crabs in japan <laughs> and as they were talking and it's really interesting and as they were talking i genu- i used to have a bit of stand up about it but i genuinely thought to myself i saw a baby move sideways once <laughs> and i was like well that's you're mad what the fuck was that uh, you were interested in what they were saying yeah. what was that but it was just like get get it done get and it, it done. That, that came from a like a quite a, a primal animal yeah, prim- yeah it's not like oh my god i've got to do that before this time or it was just no like, and in suddenly... that way i feel like it's similar to lots of very primal things you know i'm for me you go i'm i'm glad it's there and i'm i'm happy i'm privileged and honoured to be able to answer that call but it feels very similar to those times where you are other times where your emotions and hormones have led you to a point of um, where you can't intellectually override it like like any kind of mental health issue or any falling in love or any grief or anything where you're you cannot intellectually override what your body is screaming at you it was that and actually, I think in those situations, as, as far as you're a, a possible or able to, it was just a case of like, as soon as I can, I will. But then saying that it was four years, why did it end up? Oh, that was just because I, um, I, I put, I laid my cards on the table with my then partner, um, um, and but he was like wanted a bit of time to decide fair enough if that's absolutely what he wanted and then he decided it was but he wanted two years to get certain things in his life in place um 
yeah, that's kind of how he works. I had a, I had a lot of girlfriends say to me, dude, like he's stalling, he doesn't want kids. And I was like, no, no, you don't know how he works. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he does, he'll say two years, it'll probably mean a year and a half, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, he, yeah. It, but that is how he works. He goes, he takes ages over everything and he has... He likes a lot of order and... Um, preparation. Yeah, and preparation, I guess, psychological preparation. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was waiting for him, really. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and I guess, you know, our foundations were a bit deeper and we'd um, we'd been together that bit longer. We'd been living together that bit longer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or up to a certain point, all those things are helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I know, um, I mean, Carl and I were just talking a couple of nights ago on the sofa saying, because we've been together for five years. Yeah. yeah. So that thing of, we really had, we've had a good time, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah we've And had... we were not together before that and had a good time. Well, yeah. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel, yeah, I was, I'm quite excited about the concept of being able to say, no, I can't go out because I have <laughs> <Yeah>. a child. <laughs> you know, it's really it's going nice. to be such a good excuse. It's so nice. Oh. <laughs> and even, oh God, I mean, it's last night I had a gig and um gig I wanted to do or whatever but it was one of those where they've put um I promise not to talk about comedy for very long but they where they put the, they asked you to come an hour before the whole show starts and I wasn't yeah. on until the end what? and it was an hour and a half drive away and um I absolutely didn't have any childcare issues but I did send an email saying just to make childcare simpler <laughs> can I get there at nine yeah, yeah. and that was you all can, right and what sort of absolute cunt would say no exactly to that? yeah yeah. Yeah. And that is probably a terrible thing to say on this podcast, but because there are so many. T- and also, I think you, oh God, your you're, antennae are up to other stuff as well. It's like, it, that should be cool for a mum or for any parent yeah. to be able to do that email. Yeah. Dads and other mothers too. Like, yeah. it sh- absolutely should be fine to do that email for anyone. Um, and also, I think those gigs that um, just sort of pay expenses if you're a newer, any job basically. Oh, it needs to, you need to then you put things in a completely different light when you're covering childcare as well. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. that's yeah, yeah. that's like there's um there's a TV show on at the moment on BBC. We're like, well, I'm, I'm my radar's like aware of things that are on about babies. Or, okay. Or yeah, book, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, so what are the things amazing. you're watching? So this what's it called? This is called the baby has landed. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's on BBC. It's really it's, funny. Oh, cool. So in, it's like. Three the third week, it's six different parents to be, and the right. and the baby coming into their lives, um, and to, like this week, it's been sort of the the co-parent, the father, um, having to go back to work in a lot of those right. cases. So they've had their two weeks leave. Um, there's one couple who are a gay couple, and they've had a surrogate, and they've got twins, right. and one of them was just going, I don't want to go back and work on an aeroplane in in oh, you know God. in a week's time. Yeah. So that thing of that different lifestyle, I was saying with Carl, because you know he's just he got gigs in the yeah, nighttime. There's yeah. not that same thing of going. Yeah. This is your time that you have with your child, yeah. and now you go back to work yeah. after two weeks. Definitely, there's that one dad on it who's got five children, and he could not wait to get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> His wife is like she's already talking about number six, and like, you can tell this guy is just just going along with it. You know, he's got yeah. this sort of look of Nigel. he said he, he said originally he like he goes but well, they said how many kids did you think you'd have? He's like. <laughs> I would have been happy with none. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nigel. Uh, and then it's just every time oh, they have one, uh, she talks him into having two more. Like, so he said, I oh, will have two. And then after two, she talks him into going for another two. And like now they're on five. So it's going to oh, well, be, it's it's gonna be six. Oh, it's an odd number. She's definitely yeah. having a six. Yeah, that was, and she was talking to the, her five-year-old about, 
What do you think about having another one? And the five-year-old had this story about a rocket and how you can fit three people in a rocket. So I think we need another one because three of us can go in one and then we need three in the other one. And mum's like, great idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. She would be an example of somebody who is... She is just a mum. That is her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves also, it. She loves being pregnant. To it. Maybe you can get addicted to it. I think so. Because it's enormous. If you're, I don't know, <laughs> it's, an, it's an enormous rush. It's a massive endorphin rush and mm. the hormones and stuff are huge, you know. It is an enormous emotional thing to do. So I imagine it could be a little bit addictive. Who I've, was saying, got, uh, one of our guests was telling us about that sort of the, the first couple of months that yeah. you just almost felt this euphoric high. high I think your body gives you it it during labor and then onwards to um help you deal with the sleep deprivation so it sort of puts yeah. you on another planet yeah and adrenaline it gives you tons of adrenaline and yeah sort of leaves you in a sort of twilight zone <laughs> so I've, I have a cousin who actually passed away this year but she had 11 children flipping heck which wow. is one of those things that you don't yeah. think really happens today yeah 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 because I think she was only in her late 40s right. when she died so she they were kind of ranging from I don't know 29 or something to a baby wow which is yeah you Crikey. must there must be some yeah, kind of addiction yeah, 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 in that yeah. to just yeah. want yeah. another one and want another one because there's always that that you know that environmental responsible kind of yeah. children in the world. Yeah, I wonder yeah. whether you could do surrogacy actually if you got really into because you just saw something recently about surrogacy and the women were like, oh, I love having a baby in my bod, but I've already yeah. had my three, yeah. I've already had my two or four, six. Yeah, I'll keep having babies in my bod and give them to some gays. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that, yeah. that woman on the that the documentary. She just. Yeah. Yeah, she carried twins for these guys yeah. and like, yeah, just she just enjoys it. She yeah. likes being pregnant. There's a massive argument for making that legal in this country. Australia's sat, sound with it, isn't it? So what, what to do what? I don't think surrogacy is legal here. You can't get paid. To oh, you're not allowed to, yeah. yeah. Money's yeah. not allowed to, to get paid. Legally cross bit of yeah. envelope in it. Yeah. Back end. Like, um, That's so complicated. Payment gift that. vouchers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> book vouchers. Yeah. <laughs> like old book tokens. Yeah. Like the classic subscription for life. Yeah. <laughs> Nando's black card. Thanks for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the, thank you for my baby. But it's just like at the party with sort of telling people yesterday, then there's those, you know, you'd start chatting to people about it, obviously. And so one of my friends She's 35 and she said she's in a workplace now where they're like, you, we will pay for you to freeze your eggs. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because I know there's quite a few workplaces that have started doing that. Because it's in, expensive and it's yeah, quite invasive. It's like five grand, I think. Yeah. yeah. And so in order to keep women in work right, who, are, right, right. who are career focused, yeah. that they're offering that. To... It feels a bit like some sort of like future dystopian film doesn't it it does know, feel odd sign on to work it, and they're right, right we're going to freeze your eggs put you on a 10 year contract you're yeah. not allowed to get pregnant it feels a bit they weird. still got surely can get pregnant whenever they yeah yeah ma- i don't know that would be interesting that you that you, you're not allowed to until you get yeah. your own eggs back yeah. Yeah. and we'll get those ones in until you in a little <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. them to do it in a natural egg box. We, we say when you get to do it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I mean, and who with. Oh, it's a, God. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good idea. It's a great idea for a Maybe they're guys. doing it with like secret Santa and they've got some of the guys that work there's junk. <laughs> and then you just get an embryo and that's part of secret Santa to work out who you've had your baby with. Yeah. Biologically. <laughs> <laughs> good. 
creating yeah new generations of corporate <laughs> oh know, god yeah nepotism alan anderson's gray suited babies already born in their little gray suits and then i had another friend who was saying you know she's she i think she's got a friend who's 37 and is at that point going it's too late i'm not gonna you know I, i'm not really with anyone i'm not gonna find anyone and then but i was 40 and it was happening she was like i'm taking a photo of all that i'm sending it to her and going don't oh, just yeah. chill out and yeah. relax on it yeah um and someone else who, you know, that thing of, I mean, I was a bit different to you. I, 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 I thought I would have children one day. Yeah. But it's one of those things that was always one day in yeah. the future. It was definitely nothing I wanted earlier in my life. Yeah. I was too into just yeah. like living my own life and not yeah. having to answer to anybody and, and doing my career and things. So the fact that as I approached 40, that that became like, it's actual that's an actual sort of cut off and yeah, then when yeah, we looked yeah. into well when we got told about doing IVF and in our where we live that you had right. to do it before you were 40 ah. if you wanted to do it for free yeah that was like yeah okay okay so we were, I was supposed to start doing it in May but then I went on tour instead yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. so when we did it, it was like this is oh. this is the window yeah and it and it worked way flipping it one go so, Guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, other people who were on the way yesterday, like Dave, apparently said, "I wonder if they're going to tell us they're having a baby." Yeah, a few people. Really? Yeah, didn't when we told my parents, didn't we? It come up like the one that my mum said something or my dad said something, and then it was like, well, "It was funny you say that." You you said. Your mum said, "Oh, we've I don't well, we've got nothing more to talk about. We've run out of news." Uh, and you yeah. went, "I've got some news for you." And, she, and she went, "You're expecting a baby." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. And he said, "Yeah." And then she was like, "Oh no, 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 really? Oh my god." <laughs> she didn't think that was the real thing. Yeah, oh. Yes. But I think like Oh, it's so lovely. It's so lovely. I had do you have have you had I guess you're new to telling people, yeah. as in like, but I had some some sort of extended family lose their shit crying, like really lovely emotional what? reactions, like from my dad's ex, yeah, who's yeah, I'm yeah. still friendly with, but like it was like, oh, and Lee, yeah, like, oh, yeah. really sweet. Well, I had like, your friend, uh, Kasha, she yeah. started just crying instantly yeah. when you yeah. told her yesterday, she was so She's happy. a mum, she's, she is a mum. And she, yeah, she saw the sign and was like, <laughs> I have a blub, I have a blub when a good, when a good pal gets pregnant, yeah. it is like, oh, yay. I don't know what it is. But did you have that before you had a child? Has that again been an always thing for you? Um, no, I'm a lot more emotional about friends getting pregnant now I've had a kid. Yeah. Isn't that weird? No, I was always happy for them, yeah. but it's, you're happy about something you don't have any Exactly, it's that thing of... It's like a mystery, like, oh, theoretical congratulations. Yeah. We don't know how it's going to go. That... But now you're like, oh oh, you can have this very intense thing that's really, ex- it is just so exciting yeah. and terrifying and exciting and whatever. But it, and also, oh, I don't know, maybe not that enormous. I don't know. That's helpful to say. <laughs> I do, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's so it's normal. something very emotional about other people doing the thing you've done when you know how intense and emotional it is. But I'm not saying it's something that you can't just take in your stride. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say. And and also something you don't you don't have to do, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. And I think um, you know I, I I've had so many more friends be in your position than mine. I yeah. Where they'd be like maybe one day I'm pretty sure I want to one day, you know. But there's nothing overwhelming me, and there's nothing urgent about mm. this feeling. It's not a madness. Mm. Um, and. I think, I mean, I've just roundly said to all of them, don't do it unless you really want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because 
it's a lot more to do than not. I think there's such a weird stigma around the idea yes. of, um, especially women who are just like, well, I'm not into it. And I've actually genuinely always looked at friends who are, who, you know, out of choice, child-free, and thought, fucking envious, really. Yeah. Because you're free to do a million other things. Um, yeah. Not say so you then can't do them once you've got kids, but you do have to put stuff... I've been thinking about stuff like... I guess I... Um, my partner wants to do some incredible travelling at some point, and I was like, I think I'd written that off. But of course I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to wait till he's a bit older, or I had to reconcile my fact to having... Uh, reconcile myself to the fact that that would require perhaps um, a few weeks away from him, or like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh... I don't know why I'd written it off. Yeah. But anyway, you do. You do have to change plans. You do have to move into a situation where those things that you couldn't necessarily do without t- bringing them along, well, then you only... Margaret Cable Smith put it really beautifully, a really funny actor. She just said, you just end up doing this stuff. You just end up only doing the stuff you really want to do. And actually, I've still had loads of stuff I really yeah. want to do. Yeah. So I've still done it. But... You know, you don't. If there's something you half want to do, you don't do it anymore. Yeah. And that's quite nice. That's, good. that's, good. Good. that's the excuse you're looking for, yeah. Cal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things you have. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> but rather than the, being allowed uh, being allowed to go upstairs to our neighbour's flat until 3.30 in the morning yeah. after oh. our party had finished. <laughs> I was so hungover this morning. I almost cried at a Boots advert. Oh, Carl. <laughs> it, it was Christmas singing. I, was, I gave her mum a present. I was like, oh, that's God. too much for me right now. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19, actually. In series two, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us, I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there or would you rather not? Yeah, no, 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 I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One of the other things yesterday was that, and um, I guess that starts happening is people start asking if you think about names. Okay. Now I feel I think it's from a Seinfeld episode where <laughs> George Costanza tells someone he he thinks I think it's the name six or seven that he thinks is a great name for a kid. Yeah. 
he's not having one, but then suddenly he's told someone and they've got a kid called that name and he's livid. <laughs> he's just told them the name yeah. and now they've taken it. That's, that's in my head. Is it? Yeah. So you think if you tell anyone else the names you like, they'll quickly have a baby first they'll, and steal yeah. it. Or yeah. they'll tell someone else and then that kid will have that name. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can't help, like, whatever name for me that I think about, you associate it with other yeah. people, right? Go, do I know anyone called that who's yeah. a fuckhead? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Of course. That, that cannot be a connected, <laughs> yeah, it's, connected Oh, it's name. so hard to even hold firm on that, yeah. I was, I was going to say um, about um, how... Over the years, I've had so many people I know when they've had kids, and in the run up to it, I've said, Have you got thought of any names? And they're really coy about it and say, We've got a few. They never tell you them, they always say, We've got a few ideas. Yeah. And I've always thought, Why are, they, why are you being so. Just, just talk about it. And then literally, it's actually, I've only just realised that. Everyone yeah. who's asked me about names, I've done exactly the same thing. Yeah, you've got to. It's There's a, so it's, many it's like reasons. A weird protective for me. Thing. My, yeah, it is protective. My reason wasn't, oh, I think they'll pinch the name, but mine was. Um, what if they think it's... What if they They're react? fucking rude. People are fucking rude yeah. about your names. And even if... Even if you... Even if they have tried to not be fucking rude, but they don't like it, you can tell. Read it in their face. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. You can tell. Not... You know, it's very rare, unless you're surrounded by amazing actors in your family. My mum had been so horrible, but, but it's harder to... Um, it's harder to... I found it harder than I expected to, to not tell even my parents, mm. um, because my mum, in the end, emotionally bullied it out of me. Yeah. To the point where I was angry, a bit, quite right. a little bit angry with her because she was she wept until I told her. Yeah. But before that, so my my ex and I had nearly <laughs> fallout level arguments, like proper fallout level arguments about names, because he wanted to call our son things like um, uh, Zero One, um, oh, what was the other one? <laughs> Their names from manga, um, Gundam. Oh my yeah. god! Um, Adolf was genuinely on his list, part half as a joke. Ooh. And um, I mean, but but every human being name that I suggested, he'd be like, nope, nope, nope. And so we were just at this horrific checkmate, you know, yeah. stalemate. And um, so I would go to my mum to slag off the names he was choosing and she would in her panic then and that was bad of me you know use a friend yeah. don't use your mum for yeah, that because yeah, yeah. she's invested in this kid um, you know first grandkid on both sides yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she was then suggesting names and that is awful that yeah. is when you've got a grandparent yeah, yeah. going what about Zach what about Zach what about Zach Zachary's nice Zach's nice Zach's nice Zach's nice isn't that kind of bizarre because she's thinking like they want something a little bit sci-fi a little bit yeah. techno and you're like no 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 but in the, end, Who, in, the end, like, yeah. in the end she forced me to tell her and I was raging because I it, it's such an effort not to tell the people you love this name what yeah. if you do yeah. we had decided one because once we found one we agreed on we were yeah, yeah, yeah. doubling down um, and I just thought, I just, I said to her, I'm not even going to look at your face. I, I cannot bear it. I don't want my own mum to hate what I'm about to call my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it's happened, it's done. Yeah. And I didn't even tell, my dad would have just, my dad was just like, oh God, because it wasn't John, you know. Yeah. Um, is, it, is, it, is he Rudy? He's Rudy, yeah, yeah, but his whole name's ludicrous. Is it? Um, I always, is Rudy short for, it's not short for like it, Rudyard. It is. Is it? Yeah, so that I. That was uh, a name I said. Yeah, oh, I, I think it. Jimmy McGee said it. Oh, oh yes, really? Jimmy McGee did say it. Because <laughs> we talked about Ru like Rudy, Rudy came up that yeah. we liked, and then Jimmy said Rudy. Yeah. Well, I um, I 
it got to the point where I, I desperately Rudy was top always top of my yeah. list, and to the point where I had said you can have your last name because my <laughs> ex's last name's Robinson, and I thought Rudy Robinson sounds super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he, uh, if I get to have this first name that I love, and we had honestly had so much argument, and in the end we were on our way home from a friend's kid's birthday, and in the car. Um, Mikey said, all right, we can have Rudy Robinson. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just sort of mumbled, if his whole name can be Rudyard Jericho Robinson. <laughs> and so that is his whole name. But even to this day, M- Mikey hisses at me because um, if we're in public and he goes, Rudyard, I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing for everyone. Fuck off. <laughs> also, we had a really funny thing after he was born because I had him in Lewisham where I live. Um, we had um, <laughs> we had uh, three different health care professionals, um, a, a nurse, a midwife, and then a health visitor, all black women from South East London, all say the same thing to me. You do realise Rudy is a black name. Um, and to every single one of them I said well his whole name's Rudyard Jericho Robinson and every single one of them went fair fucks what, literally the whitest name I've ever heard you can have that um, Jericho's cool honestly. though I like Jericho and that's grown on me loads and Rudyard also, I think is an abomination and I would take every opportunity to apologise to my son and like as soon idea, as he yeah. can as soon as he can shift he never has to use it well, it's on his it. passport I'm, I'm genuinely not I'm, I'm in a, currently in a conversation with his dad about please 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 can it not go on his school forms yeah because yes. I don't want that read out at the yeah. beginning of every day Rod in Catford can you fucking imagine <laughs> Jesus Christ he's never going to have any lunch money beyond 11am yeah. he's honestly I can't do it to him I'm sorry but I'm sorry Ruth um, yeah because there's other there's some other names did you, did you, did well, you I, like, gonna... I like the idea of just giving him a couple Yeah, because like, yeah. me and my brother don't have middle names right, yeah, my yeah, parents yeah. were just good old fashioned poor yeah. people <laughs> just give them one and like, yeah. that's what they get Carl and Wayne Yeah, and, um, and so I like the idea of giving kids a couple of names and yeah. also something like something they can shorten themselves or you know they can create their own one that they like yeah. you know what I mean so I, so I think it's a nice thing to give your kids options my um, when I had him my agent's boss so like my old agent's boss so like the head of the agency emailed me and she'd never emailed me before and I'd sent them a picture of him and said Rudyard Jericho Robinson and um, she'd replied saying with a name like that it better be fucking important <laughs> <laughs> and in that sense I think yeah alright yeah yeah yeah. I don't mind do you know what I don't I feel bad for saying I'm slagging off my own kids today <laughs> I, um, I don't mind saying it and I don't mind it written down I just don't like the first the whole ne- name Rudyard yeah. said out loud. There's something in it. Yeah. It twists. It twists the not posh part of me, and it's. I don't like it. I particularly don't like how his dad says it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. Um, my se- my yeah. second name's Mivanwi. Right. Yeah, yeah. And my my mum wanted that to be my first name, but decided it was too hard for people to try and spell yeah. and yeah. say. And, yeah. Or that kind of. And so I mean, I tell people. I remember. I I knew how to spell it when I was yeah. little. Um. And as I grew up and told people what my middle name was, I would basically I say it's my Fanny, but you change the second N for a W, yeah. which is which is how you spell yeah. Ivanwi. And um, yeah. when we got our wedding certificate back yeah. um, <laughs> and checked it, that's what our celebrant had put. It said Hannah, Hannah, my Fanny. Which I realised we've still forgotten to change. Yeah. <laughs> Do that when we get back to Australia. Just leave it on there forever, please. 
kind of my funny. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. I think it wasn't my first my name. Fanny is my yeah. middle name. One of these danger shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I've got a friend who, um, their daughter was called, middle's name is Danger. Yeah, I've got friends. And my guide daughter, actually, I've got, not goddaughter, but like the equivalent for some very ungoddy, very yeah. lovely friends of mine have got a kid called Willow Mystery Bowskill. What? The <laughs> name. And they're, um, they're pregnant now with their second one. And I don't know, they're, they're having a surprise, but um, I know the middle name will be Adventure. Fucking badass. I've got uh, a good friend of mine's got twins. She was real hippie. Um, and she, she and her partner were living in a teepee in the desert in, in Western Australia at the time. Serious like, Yeah, proper. Her name's Willow. Yeah. Changed from her actual name. Um, and <laughs> they're, they're, you don't want her actual name to be so corporate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> Rajad Jericho. Yeah, Rajad Jericho Willow. Um, and she, they made a decision that their kids, they would name one each because they right. was twins. And so there's Aurora, who okay. Willow named. Yeah. And then um, Scott named Bilby Desert Pea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Which great. Is like, Bilby is like... Bilby. Bilby's like a little, a little Australian animal that's like a rabbit. Yeah. And at Easter Bilby. we have um, So they're Bilby Bilbies. and Aurora. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But desert pea. Yeah, that's interesting. Because <laughs> that's an, an Australian desert flower. I mean, it's so cute. Yeah. yeah. It's super cute. I do want Bilby Desert Pea to grow up to be a brick shit house. <laughs> Who has to say that their name is cute thing, cute thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, they're both, I mean, they're beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous girls. Desert they... pea! <laughs> desert pea! And Bilby. I mean, they're shit hot nicknames. Yes. For a baby. Yeah. It's whether you go, do I want my baby to have... A nickname? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't ever judge anyone again. I think that's the one thing you have to... When you put your hand up and go, I kowtowed to a partner's choice. I yeah. just, you know, I just did... I did I something did something silly to keep the peace and yeah, I'll have yeah. to forever apologise to my kids <laughs> until we can get that deep hole and change it. Just change it to straight up But not redo. so far as zero one. No! <laughs> I just want them to be able to take the yard off. Yeah. yeah. Rudy Jericho Robinson's fine. Yeah. Yes. Um, another thing I've been thinking about at the moment is exercise because um, yeah. I've, I've was seeing an acupuncturist throughout kind of the I pre IV, during the IVF stuff and and I, and I love that and I I will go and see an acupuncturist at other times anyway and she'd said to me during the first trimester she was like don't do any exercise she's like you need to take this easy you yeah. can walk and things but I'd been doing yoga during the kind of IVF preparation. Which I was loving because I, I go through phases, you know, I'm exercise phase person yep. and I was really enjoying that time of doing yoga every day. And then, and then I had to stop and I was like, oh, yeah. I really feel like doing it. Sure and now that I'm, and she was like, I don't, don't ride a bike just in terms, there was just things that I took on that extra caution yeah. thing mm-hmm. I, um, yeah. because of, I don't know, just the very conscious nature of the whole process. It was yeah. like. I, I, I just took on those things and cause there was just things like if she was like riding a bike if you have to brake suddenly and then you tense and then that could that could do something so it's like that's being very super mm, cautious super cautious um but I know that like you're into weightlifting and yeah doing, yeah doing really strengthening stuff did you did you exercise for your pain? yeah I did I remember I saw I've 
didn't do anything like the research you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I had some acupuncture, but just once my son was very overdue, actually. Yeah. And um, it, I, I had it. Nothing happened. I think I was already about nine days overdue, and then I had. I went back to the same lovely guy, and he was like, "Right, we'll go again," and then. It really worked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether it's that was like, <laughs> um, anyway, um, no, what, what do you ask about exercise? So at the time I, uh, I had only just started to get into weightlifting a little mm-hmm. bit, um, uh, probably for about a year up until getting pregnant, yeah. but I was doing it with a friend. It was before I'd had a trainer or anything. So I didn't really know what I was doing. The, the, the friend definitely knew more, more than me, yeah, yeah. but he was more into bodybuilding than training for strength, which is what I, it turns out I'm really into. Yeah. Um, uh, and so he was, you know, he was all about getting sculpted Sculpting muscles and, and all that yeah. shit. And I, would, I mean, dare ever tell me what to eat. We would have fallen out. <laughs> but uh, we, it, it, it was fun. But also, I wasn't close enough friends with him that I wanted to tell him I was pregnant mm-hmm. before I was telling everyone I was yeah. pregnant. So I had a really awkward thing with him where... So I, I felt a similar, I, 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 vague nausea. I remember weirdly having a bit of nausea about week 13 to 15, I think. Yeah. But um, I never heaved up and I never, I just felt very, very tired at times during the first yeah. trimester. And I didn't particularly want to exercise. And then um, it got to the point where I would be going because it felt like I wanted to keep something up. Yeah. But saying to him... I don't feel great. I'm going to just take it. Can we just do upper body or whatever? And then he would want to do loads of ab stuff. And the one thing I had read was, you you know, all your muscles are changing and you can get, even if you try and do certain ab stuff too quickly, postpartum, you can, your muscle splits in the middle of the top of your tum doesn't it it's ready for a bump to grow i don't know and so if you can if you start doing like crunches and stuff like that too soon you can keep that split there for longer that needs time to heal basically you shouldn't be doing a load of sit-ups straight after having a baby and i imagine during most of pregnancy and he kept going right let's do some abs and i was like i don't i don't fancy it like that and then it got to the point where and he'd never been like it before but where i think because he thought i was slacking he was like come on and i had to go i'm pregnant (laughs) and he was like and he shat his pants and he was like oh fuck and i was like and then even then he was a bit like well it doesn't mean you have to be lazy i was like kiss my dick (laughs) yes it it means i'll do what i want to fucking do so i went at that point stopped weightlifting uh, especially because I wasn't under very sort of professional guidance. Yeah. I think if I'd had a personal trainer that had understood what you can and can't do during pregnancy, I now know people can train all the way through pregnancy. You just pick and choose what you do a bit more carefully and you follow your body's lead, I think, and you, you go what you want to do. But I still have all, I'm really into swimming. I've always been into swimming. Yeah. Phasey, I've not, I'm not into it at the moment. Yeah. But um, I got into swimming for the rest of my pregnancy. But then I was quite cautious. My cousin, who's a GP, had done loads of swimming during her pregnancy, but she'd done breaststroke. And she'd, she'd given herself some really painful thing with her hip through doing uh, that leg action with breaststroke. So I'd never heard that anywhere before. So yeah. I was made joined, I did front crawl, which obviously a little bit more knackering. So I, I, I didn't exercise. I think if I, um, if I have another kid, I will, for, my mens- for the benefits for my mental health, try yeah. and keep a bit more movement yeah. up. I did try and do a little bit of YouTube yoga, but no, yeah. I wasn't weightlifting through it. And actually it took me... Couple of years to want to again after yeah. that, and um, and I just did 
swimming and more pootling about type, just slower, gentler moving yeah. Yeah. a couple of years after I had him. I felt like I was running around in my life a lot more in a sweatier way <laughs> yeah. after I'd had him. I guess because you've got a person on you yeah. or near you or attached to you or touching you. I, get... you, you. I just was a lot sweatier for a couple of years <laughs> worth giving you a heads up. It's good, just good a generally a sweatier <laughs> person. Prepare to be sweaty so you, for I think years. it sort of counts as all of your exercise once it's out. I, I've just got, keeping it. Nice. I've got a Fitbit <laughs> yeah. and Oh God! I've noticed the past like two, th- two or three weeks, about once a day, there's a crazy spike. Right. Like, just it just for no amount of time, but just like spikes up to like 120, 125, like it's yeah. right into the red zone, and then comes down. I'm like, what is yeah, yeah, that yeah. about? What's like? Well, you're building. You're not <laughs> just building the baby though. You're building the whole house for it at yeah. the moment. That's the yeah. business. That's the. I think that's a. You know, it's a pop fucking science from a comedian, but um, it's one of those things you hear and go, well, it makes sense. But the reason why it's so exhausting is it's the building all the placenta and all the yeah. gubbins it's yeah. as much as the baby. That's what, um, When we spoke to Wendy Wason, she said she, she'd heard it was um, growing a matchbox to the size of St. Paul's. Yeah. And so she took a matchbox Crikey. to St. Paul's. <laughs> oh! <laughs> she said she had to actually look at it to go yeah. Make shit. Sense of yeah. Because at the moment, mine's, mine's supposed to be the size of a jalapeno. Oh! That's what it's, yes. that's what it's that saying. was that with the, the app. Yeah, I love all that. What was, the, what was it last week? Apricot. Uh, apricot. Now it's a jalapeno. Yeah. God, that's so funny. I think of an apricot as a little bit bigger than a jalapeno. So do I. But maybe Lengthwise. it's just stretched Lengthwise, out. Yeah. Mm. Just a lot longer. Yeah. Might still got the girth of an apricot <laughs> with the length of a jalapeno now. <laughs> yeah. And what we're talking, bird's eye mm. or sort of mild, large red. Oh, no, one of the a green, green yeah. jalapeno. Like a proper little, little, yeah. little yeah. Looks yeah, like yeah, a padron yeah. pepper. Uh, a padron pepper, nice <laughs> yeah. padron, yum, yum, yum. Jalapeno Donnelly. <laughs> I wish they stopped making Donnelly. our babies sound so delicious. It's yeah. <laughs> annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny that I, I do remember sesame seed. My kids still got a toy that someone got us when we were pregnant called Sesame Seed. And I do remember the difference between that and then realising you've got fucking pineapple in there or something massive. Yeah. Butternut yeah. squash. Just you think of them as so heavy. Yeah. That's when you start thinking, oh, it's yeah. so boggling. But I think that carries on as well, the perception of the future being like, ah. I remember when, um, you know, I remember being around apricot time and thinking, fuck off, butternut squash. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even once your baby's out, when you've got this tiny little newborn, you'll look at two-year-olds or even one-year-olds and be like, get that fucking massive, disgusting, scary monster away from yeah, my yeah, tiny yeah, baby. Yeah. Every slightly older thing, child, not thing, <laughs> <laughs> mum of the year, um, looks so terrifying. Mm. Um, but that does stop now. I, as a, With a four-year-old, I don't look at six-year-olds and go, get it away. It yeah. looks normal now. Yeah. It does level out. All those things, all the things that are scary just go away eventually. Yeah. It's a nice thing to know. <laughs> there was one, one of the books I was reading a couple of weeks ago where, yeah, there was it was more kind of a general parenting. There was stuff about children but a section that was about teenagers and I was like oh, fuck off I don't want yeah, to I do yeah. not want to know about how to deal with oh, a teenager fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, get fucked yeah. what a load of shit I did a really inappropriate course just to save you the time yes. um, when my son was brand newborn um, I went to a class on like baby uh, health and safety or baby emergency health yes. like St John's mm-hmm. an ambulance paramedic was running a course on baby keeping a baby alive yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in emergencies and um <clears throat> And I got there and it was like, uh, there were one people that, there was one family there with like a one, you know, nine month old or something. 
we nearly one year old. And the rest of us all had tiny newborns. We were all like on another planet, sweaty, <laughs> not that tits out. Like, just kind of, with this prawn, you know, this cretinous tiny little prawn that just needed to be snuggled and fed and clean. Like fuck all going on intellectually. And the whole course was this bloke, you know, just doing his job, I guess, but being quite scaremongery about choking. It was all oh, about God. choking. I mean, that was, let alone don't need to know about teenagers. We didn't know about, about choking yeah. then. Yeah. And a really funny, I remember, um, and he was like, you know, showing us how to smack it on the back. <laughs> and, and we're all there with these tiny, we were like, well, that would kill this one. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. Like, you know, it was, and, yeah. and, until a kid could even put things in its mouth. But at one point he's, he was talking about being in the car and he was like, your child's in the back of the car. You must never, obviously, you would never feed a child a snack during a car journey because you might not even be in the same part of the car as I'm like oh my god yeah I'd never do that and then one family that had a slightly older kid were like fuck and we were all like oh my god I can't believe they've probably passed it like a bit of tangerine while they were in the car like basically someone needs to phone the police and now you look back at that and go I, I don't think I could do a five minute journey without him having about eight snacks yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. of course he's eating constantly in yeah. the car <laughs> so I had a thing last night because you were Drunk. Thank you. And I was like, when you when you came to bed, I was like, which I've never thought of this before. But I was like, what if his heart stops beating? Like, I don't know how to. I don't know how to revive him. And it was like, it was like the first time of being of going. He can't. Like, nothing can happen to him now because he has to be here because. Because there's going to be someone else who's going to be here, and yeah, yeah. he has to be here. For so that. my life now means more. It does so. I had. Yeah, I um, value you way more. But it does because I, I think hormones yeah, are doing that to, to you. Not to take away from the magic and the yeah. genuine, lovely, gorgeous in love relationship. Yeah. But I do think your hormones do something to you because yeah. I've heard it's quite common that you have like I I certainly did like quite horrific little daymares and nightmares especially in that you know that moment where you're trying to go to sleep which is often when you have lots of ideas. Yeah. Yes. Um getting really grim like little I still get them now a little bit like you envisage the worst possible types of yes. horror but I would get which I'd never had before it just wasn't the dynamic of my relationship with my son's dad we were solid and very in love with him and really the one thing we will always do very well together is love our kid and parent our yes. kids um, and our kid is nothing to do genuinely with why we're not together he um, I would have the but, but, but we've always had a, a relatively like equal sort of status dynamic in the relationship. I, he wasn't one of those partners. I think we've all had partners who were like, if they leave me, I'll kill myself. Like, especially when you're younger and yeah. you'd get into something and didn't have great relationships, so they probably didn't love you back enough. But it wasn't that relationship. But I would have daymares when I was in pregnancy and after I'd had the baby, I would have daymares that I was like, he's going to leave me. Mm-hmm. Because it would be the worst possible yes. thing to happen at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dependency on your partner is something I don't think people talk about that much. You get this hugely heightened sense of it. Because yeah. it is the fucking terrifying and you're in it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know, some extra reassurance on that front for whatever parents not having the baby is yeah. ne- never a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad you woke up. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't have a heart too. attack because you got so drunk, Carl. <laughs> Even though you went straight back to sleep on the sofa after oh my you did God. wake up. <laughs> got up. Did a sick back to sleep. Oh god, that is a whopper. <laughs> yeah, that's a big, big whopper. You've had your morning band. sickness. Oh yeah, oh. Sympathy, 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 morning sickness. Yeah, was, oh. uh, this is um yeah. So, I, you, thanks. What? No, this more good. time. <laughs> yeah.
Carl's, Carl's hand signals are always very. <laughs> I just did the. It, I did the sort either, of, not rapid. It was I was either. Saying, this is when wind. we sing yeah. Wind the Bobbin Up. Yeah. <laughs> or, Say about, or it's coming Five minutes, guys. Come yeah. on, it's a five minute call. Another a birthday present my mum sent me was a book on pregnancy that she had had when I was born. Oh, so it's God. from 1979. It's all kind of falling apart a bit. I only op- I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm looking forward to because the page I flicked it open to in the kind of third of, or fourth month was like for unmarried women, which you know I'm I'm yeah. I'm a married woman, so it's not my situation, but. I'm interested to read what people thought was... Yeah, what an uh, unmarried woman was going to yeah. have to cope with. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. And um, so that's that's coming up. We spoke to my dad. We spoke to my parents on FaceTime on my birthday. And dad said he'd read a whole load of books. Yeah. Oh, like you are, God. Yeah. yeah. And the one piece... Do you remember the bit of advice that he gave you? Uh, no, what was it? Um... It was the one thing that he took from it was like, prepare as if you're going into a siege. Yes. Yeah. He's like, lots of canned food. <laughs> oh, but it doesn't have to be that bleak, but yeah. fill your freezer up. And actually the loveliest presents I got when I just had them were from people who sort of knew that. And But also, so, I don't know, there's, some, there's really something exciting about the prospect of a load of batch-cooked frozen food, yeah. even though it's yummy, mm-hmm. even if you've made really nice food. But like the best presents were stuff like people that bought round um, tiny boozes. Because you don't want to get hammered, but you can drink again after so long. So, like, little bottle of bubbly for one. Yeah. I got so um, many bottles of oh, booze yes. yesterday for my birthday. It was yes. perfect. Um, but, like, Sella. just, like, nice, big, posh ready meals from Cook Ooh. or M&S or something like that. So it's effortless. Or, or vouchers for your local takeaway. Or an aunt got me, and I've never had a cleaner since, but she got me. She was like, you find them, I'll fund it. Um, six weeks of having a cleaner. Oh, mm, that's a good and one. I spent it out present. over nearly five months. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't care about yeah, cleanliness yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. she does yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah stuff like that like I, I th- and that's the siege bit because it is you just might not want to go out for a bit yeah, yeah. and it'll be it, it, and, and going out feels like such an enormous adventure potentially or you'll be fine yeah but also f- prepare yourself for a lot of contradiction on that stuff it's same with all the books I don't know how you're finding it but I didn't read that much because I was so scared of being overwhelmed by contradictory advice and not mm. knowing how to where to yeah. go with that and I thought I'd rather just film away I did read bits and bobs I sort of um, but um but even just the generational advice is so funny. I mean, yeah. it'll be so interesting if you're reading a lot f- through this pregnancy then you then read a book from, from 70s, that our parents yeah. were reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, really funny. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Some of the stuff my mum and my grandma were saying to me about like, you know, it, I felt like the one consensus in everything I read before I had him was when he's really small, you know, don't leave them to howl. Yes. <laughs> that was, it's the one thing they all seem to say now. I mean, I didn't, to be fair, I didn't read any Gina Ford or any of the... The, there is a even then now I don't think those books say just yes bin them off yeah. <laughs> my nana would be like oh well in my day she genuinely were frowned upon not to you were meant to stick them in the garden if the weather was alright yeah. for a good few hours in the day and the crying was genuinely meant to give them strength of personality yes yeah. <gasps> And that to, to think that they yeah. would but they were doing morally yeah, what yeah, they were yeah, told yeah, was yeah. morally the right thing to do they aren't you know, and you're going, well, actually, you know, these kids aren't all murderers. No. And no. all so... So I just, I think, just please don't get too stressed out about trying yeah. to do anything perfect. Yeah. They're all voting Tory, yeah. but maybe that's... I mean, there is actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I do remember going to a baby sign language class and... Um, it was just after, shortly after the Brexit decision, and I remember the um, teacher there saying um, that the reason we voted for Brexit is because... Um, 
not enough people were attachment parented. I thought, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think, I mean, fair enough. I'm sure there are a lot of our leaders and could have done with a few more cuddles, but I don't think we yeah. got a whole Brexit out of it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and was there anything you wanted to ask or say? Have you got any more life left in you, Carl? Or I've got, you back to this hangover? has really perked me up. <laughs> hey, feel, oh, yay! Yay! Yeah, I suppose I, I ask each guest what, yeah. as a... What should I, as you know, the, the person who's very much just here in a support yeah, yeah. Uh, role uh, for Hannah, what should I? Is there things that you would recommend some a partner of somebody who's pregnant um, be aware of or do? Do you know what? I, I'm going to I'm going to leap quite far ahead, perhaps, and it, also I don't know whether this is relevant to every dynamic, so it might not be relevant for you. But I would just say, I you know. If you desire to co-parent as much as possible, and if that's what you're going for, and you want to be as involved as possible, one thing to be really mindful of, if you can, is be a bit innovative in your approach to stuff. Yes. Um, and and uh, what do I mean? Do I mean innovative? I think I mean proactive. Right. Um, if you see something that needs doing, just do it, yeah. rather than asking, what can I do? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I found that as lovely as it is, the will to help... Yeah having to explain how my partner could help was as exhausting as yeah. just doing it myself yeah. and actually the management of everything it got to the point I think the best way I ever put it to him was I need you to look at this home like I look at this home which is as a, as a list of things to do yeah. but maybe you don't do that Hannah, and maybe mm. you do that anyway I don't know what your dynamic is we were in a situation where my partner was desperate desperate to help at, at more than you know as much as possible half especially if you had a knock of feeding there's not that much physically they can do early early doors so it's just a case of I just need you to look at this home the same way that I do yeah. and not be like what, what can I do because then I'm like right can you do that can yeah, you do that yeah. which over the years the the management of how you how your partner can help enough is just as knackering as you might as well you end up just going oh, I'll just fucking do it rather than yeah. have to think of the things yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, yeah. so um just be um proactive cool I bet I, I, I did you remind me of the maze from your show when you're going into the birth plan oh, yeah. <laughs> oh poor boy no. I think all I was Letters. trying to do that and I'd done a plan I'd written that yeah. plan you know he hadn't written the plan yeah, he was yeah. like well, I'll support you in whatever you want and actually that's how he works it's great with the written yeah. down list but once you've got your written down list you fucking had to stick to it yeah. um yeah I, I hope all I was saying and by relaying my birth during that show is there wasn't a lot he could do in yeah. that situation yeah. I had an, an absolutely mismanaged my expectations of my own strength and vulnerability yes. in that moment and it, you had to sort of go along with the ride yeah. which if you know if people yeah. can get a chance to see the show on tour that, I mean that oh, birth story is one of the funniest stories so, I've oh, seen on so stage funny. in Terrifying. recent like memory yeah oh, it was so, so funny yeah and like you know it was I'd say there was parts that were harrowing. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you really don't sort it. of leave anything out. No, uh, but I mean I did actually. Really <laughs> oh really? Wow. There's I no mean, sort right. of smells and sights in uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, just I, mean, I didn't leave any emotions out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, 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 and no. I, I think that's the other thing that if you tell a birth story as such an imperfect birth story as that in a show, you do feel like obliged to talk to anybody expecting a baby afterwards to go. I do know so many people who've had the most extraordinary, empowered, amazing births. Yeah. It's then it's not all like that. And it can go to plan. And it's um it's just about I think I didn't know myself very well, so I made the wrong plan for me. Yeah. Right. So I think be honest with yourself yeah. about, you know, 
how zen you really are, what your pain threshold's really <laughs> like, and, 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 and why, if you, I think people who plan to have um, drug-free births, I think, have a really good look at why. I think I had a really, I think I had a bit of an armour on about, like, yeah, I'm a big, strong, I'm a strong, old, strong, strong. Yeah. And actually, it's like, no, I don't think I needed to have that, and sometimes it's fine to need help. Yeah. yeah. Good ending. <laughs> thanks so much. Hey, for, thanks for having um, me. It's been fascinating. I love you remembering and, this stuff. Um, and, um, and, and congratulations, and I'm really excited for this. Cheers. Wicked. Yay. Bye, everybody. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al.